What's up, guys? This is episode two of O4 Podcast. My name is Royce Atkins. Pierce Brooks. Devon Stewart. Jacob Seldes. That's how you say your last name? I don't know. Oh. It's different every time, a little bit. Those were Seldes. Great intros, guys. That's me. And this is only episode two. We're only going to get better. I think that's it for this episode, right? That's it. Yeah, cool. We're done. We're done. All right. (laughs) Good talk, guys. Uh, And today we're going to be talking about Tony Parker going to the Hornets, Carmel Anthony, and LeBron getting defaced. On a wall. We're going in it. So, um, yeah, let's just start it off. Tony Parker, yo. Man, that, I don't know what y'all, that shit hurt. It was really sad. It was really sad also because that photo of Manu on the bench by himself like, yes. popped up everywhere I went. I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't see that. Man. He's the it's last just him, one. It's just him. Yeah, Duncan. I mean, Duncan retired. Oh, I see. Everything, yeah. but like, End of a dynasty. Yeah. It, it just, yeah, the, the legacy of, I mean, the, not the legacy of Pop, but just, it's an end of an era. Like, like they're not going to be... The fourth best. I wish Tony would have retired rather than going to Charlotte. I did. Too. This is literally what Jordan did. Yeah. He left, mm-hmm. went to Wizards, and then he had to be like, ah, all right, man. That was, was it, fun while it lasted. Is it really the end of a dynasty, or was it when Tim Duncan retired? Because that was the real. I mean, I think that's when Pop should have stepped down. If, if in order for us to really stomach this whole thing the right way, uh-huh. he should have retired when Tim Duncan retired. Nah, bro. They they should have retired when. Zaza broke Kawhi's ankle. <laughs> because at that point, they were still whooping Golden State ass by 20 plus points. It's the moment he went down, that's when we all said, this is it. That's it. They're over. Yeah. And then Kawhi decided he don't want to play basketball no more. He, and he retired. He, yeah, he retired. Once Kawhi retired, the Spurs dynasty was done. The Spurs were still top three in the West yeah. until that happened. And yeah. then, you know, but even, but even last year, there were still people talking about, like, you know, Whoever goes up against San Antonio, you don't know if they're going to make it back. Like you still never knew with Popovich because mm-hmm. he you never counted them out. They were he, always a threat. Yeah, he was always a threat in yeah. particular. He oh, figured sure. teams out, and he always had a way to make whatever guys were on his team work to their fullest potential. Mm-hmm. And like I think that's what's really sad, right? Is because there's no other coach that does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Popovich really pulls out the best out of every player he's ever had, and that's really sad to see not be in the league. I mean, and he's going to be in the league, but. It definitely feels like we're moving towards something now. But well, also, that's about it. Yeah. Also, the interesting thing of like Tony Parker's role in how this whole thing played out with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. What do you what, what what Popovich did? Uh, so apparently, the story is Popovich told Tony Parker and Manu to say that you know this we've had this injury before and we still played. Uh huh. And so that's kind of what started Kawhi having distrust with the Spurs. <gasps> yeah. Why did I not know I that? Yeah, one of the the big things that like pushed Kawhi in the direction is because he was apparently so furious over Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, like their like involvement and willing to like speak publicly about that. And so everyone, so I don't have, the, I don't remember the comments. Is that all they said to piss Kawhi off? They was went to like, well, they went to the media, and that's like that's unlike Tony Parker and. Yeah. And Manu for them. I mean, they don't really do that. The Spurs never really get involved in that inner team bickering to let the media see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably do, you know, behind, you know, in the locker room, like every team. But mm-hmm. for them to do that in the media and say, yeah, they went to the media and said, I've played with those injuries before and I came back fine. I don't understand what the problem is. So that was the real turning point when Kawhi said, I yeah. can't trust this organization. Wow. You well, knew. bro, I, I was I, my info must have been way off. Because in my mind, I thought it was all Zaza. I was over here thinking like Zaza, you old bitch. He played a part. He played a part. The genuine surprise on Devin's face. Every conversation we've ever had about Kawhi Leonard, and like like trying to like reframe it the way you thought it was. Now you got to sit through my POV. Every time you say Kawhi, I'm like Zaza. You bitch. Everything about you, you dirty ass bitch. Well, speaking of him, well, he's he's on the Pistons now, right? Yep. He's about to be just as useless as he's always been. The, you you got to remember, at one time, he was one of the top voted big man all-stars. That's, that was, was like two or three he, years ago. He was. Simply because of Golden State. And I'm like, whoever, whatever mass public is out here voting for this dumb shit needs to realize that, like, that shows you most basketball fans don't actually watch the sport. Because, yeah. I mean, he was voted over over Drummond. He was voted over over damn near AD. Like, he was literally one of the top, like, three. Did he make it that year? 
I don't even I, remember. I remember the hype around it, but mm-hmm. I don't remember him that's actually when I playing voting. at all. That's when I gave up. <laughs> Did you used to vote? I used to actually vote <laughs> once a day. You know, like three times a day. No, that was all nuggets. All nuggets. All nuggets. That's when I was voting Fareed as one of the top four. Okay, before he gave up. You talk about giving up. Fareed got pushed out of the lineup simply because he don't want to play no more. It's not even like he got injured. He got nothing. He just, they were just like, bro, do you want to play? He was like, but my dreads. And then you're just like, all right, Fareed. You know what? And I, I told you this before, but because you bring up Fareed, because I knew Devin was a huge fan of the Nuggets, I see this fucker Fareed at Tender Greens in Santa Monica. I go up to him. He's with his girl and his, and his son. And the, the kid. The yeah. kid. And he's like, uh, or I just said, hey, I'm, uh, I don't know if I lied and said I'm a big fan, but <laughs> I probably did to gas him up. A little. Yeah. I said, I'm a big fan. Uh, can I get a picture with you? He's like, no, I'm just with my family. I was like, oh, fuck ass. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're just like, Free, no one yeah. asked to get pictures with you, bro. Exactly. No one ever asked. <laughs> I think it, the hype of his career, he was naked on the front of Sports Illustrated or something. Oh, the body issue. He did that. Yeah. yeah, and you mm-hmm. were like, that's about all you got, bro. You ain't Matumbo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not even Marcus Camby, bro. Like, chill. You better take the goddamn picture. Exactly. It's a digital photo. Takes two seconds. Two seconds. I'm hurt for you. Yeah. And I want—I just wanted to send it to you. That's the only Thank reason you. I wanted that picture. Thank you. you know what? I'm about to unfollow him on yeah, Instagram. Unfollow this nigga. There's, there's younger uh, Nuggets players to be more excited about, like the Summer League players. Oh, no, for sure. Because we're 3-0 and right now, so you can say what the fuck you want. But, you know, we're coming for the ring this year. I don't care, bro. That's Summer League. That's Summer League. They, they that's hang, our starters right there. Do they hang the Summer League banners? Yeah, that's what we're um, We were talking about that. Where, where do those banners go? Um, They go in the rafters in Vegas. In <laughs> Just letting y'all know Just right now. Just in a random gym in it's Vegas? It's in a random, in random high school gym, gym in Vegas. They go in the rafters. And that's one. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Next topic. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> well, before we go to the next topic, <laughs> I just want to get I want to hear everybody's opinions. Just thinking of Tony Parker in a Hornets jersey. Like I don't. That's so weird. That is to me. That's just when I the saw the digital thing. version yeah. when they posted online. I was like, nope, 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 nope. Not saying it. I don't even know he's gonna start. Because he has to come yeah. behind what Kimball Kimble Walker. Walker. He, well, he, he didn't start on the Spurs. I mean, his role his true. role really diminished with the Spurs. So that's I, one I, of so the. So he really not about to start. He yeah. about to be the Jose Calderon of Charlotte. <laughs> we saw many minutes he got last year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even though I I feel like he should have gotten more minutes. Oh, like, for sure. Him, Oswald, every time, like he was every time he was on the floor, consistent. You knew exactly yeah. what you were getting out of Jose every single. They were time. going to ten to fifteen game win streaks. Yeah, because Calderon was like, "Look, I'm here to just do my job mm-hmm. and get paid and leave." Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, he knew he knew what to say. It was just, yeah, it's just so weird to see. You think you think you almost think Spurs guys are different from the rest of the guys in the league. For it's sure, it's like you know with with Rajon and he's got on a different jersey. It doesn't it doesn't hurt us. Not at all. But you just don't yeah you don't think that the Spurs are going to do that. And mm-hmm. in the same, I mean, one of the cool things we saw, you know, I think today or yesterday was. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki said, Mavericks for life. So yeah. that was cool to see, you know. Um, I think my head would have exploded if I ever saw Tim Duncan in anything but a Spurs jersey. Right. Like, that would yeah. just, that's just wrong. But then the he interesting thing. He was almost thing, in a Magic jersey. That's true. Yeah. But, but he wasn't. But he wasn't, though. Thankfully. Sure. When McGrady went there, that could have happened. Oh, my gosh. But the interesting thing there, I think, is the loyalty. the loyalty's got to come from both sides. Okay. So... Dirk Nowitzki has probably should not start for the last three years, mm-hmm. four years, right? Oh, we saw. <laughs> like you, you see what he tried you to do. You saw his two K stats. That defense went down to zero. <laughs> like, but they still they still play the offense through him. They're still riding him for as long as he wants to play for. Yeah, and that's something that you know so many franchise players they don't do that for anymore. You know, they didn't do that for Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. You know, they they start to put them in that. They start to make them. You know, and he's Kobe Bryant forty eight million dollars in his last two years to do nothing. Right. It's well, he him. did shoot what fifty shots in his goodbye game. I don't know why, but he that did. was emotional for me. It was like I did have a good time. Okay, <laughs> that was an entertaining day in my life. Oh yeah, no, there was somebody I knew that cried because I couldn't get him to the game. Nah, I don't know. I didn't feel that. <laughs> but <laughs> if we that way, about if, it. if we want loyalty, it's got to come yeah. from both sides. I feel like from it, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what those conversations are like. Like and where they're taking place is like at a GM player level. Is that a president of operations player level? Coach. I mean, it's obviously a coaching player level, but how mm-hmm. far up does it go? I think it goes as far up as 
as the culture of that team. I think with the Mavericks, it's an owner player level because yeah, Cuban's really involved. Oh, for know? sure. Um, Even I, sent JJ Barea to like Puerto Rico. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he, when he was asked, I think like last time, or it might have been more recently, like his thoughts on Dirk, and he's like, whatever he wants, however mm-hmm. long he wants it for. Yeah. Like exactly. he gave us a championship. I will give him whatever he wants. Yeah. Which and I is, feel like that's how you should be. You know? I mean, especially when an era when like only three or four teams are winning mm-hmm. really co- like collectively, like mm-hmm. over the course of like maybe 15 years, like it's yeah. like three to five teams usually. Yeah. So, like, the fact that, like, Dallas is one of the teams in the last 20 years that has a championship, like, yeah, that's an impressive list to be on. And the team that the, they took down. When you down. look at the other teams that are, are champions, 2001 Lakers, this Warriors teams, I mean, that Cleveland, uh, LeBron and Kyrie, like, that's yeah. an honor to have a championship in the last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, um, just personally, I don't, I don't, I, I can't take Karen Kyrie and LeBron's name in the same sense so we could just in the future try not to combine them uh, I'm, I'm still not ready to to hear you're that not ever talk, you're not ready to hit talk about uh, him hitting the game winning shot in game I seven I, I just okay well, <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to remember that mm. i just but i'm won. happy they I, i'm happy they won that's great but we don't need to talk about anything else oh man all right we can this, just this, this is very We're revisionist history. i mean it's not it's not even hatred it's not even like a hate or anything it's just it feels like hatred. there was this, they were meant to be together forever but he just said but we he, saw he, that they really weren't. And he they weren't. Saw they were they weren't. It was a selfishness. I yeah. wanted a relationship that was really never meant to be yeah. to work. Yeah. So that's just a little side note on that. Yeah, I feel like Kyrie reminds us of all our exes at some point. Like there's an ex somewhere who just didn't want us. <laughs> I don't hate him that bad. <laughs> <laughs> just, I really like him. No, no. I mean that's actually a great way to explain it. But yeah, as far as like not wanting, like in the relationship, you're happy. You're having a great time. Yeah. Little do you know that. Whoever your ex is is just like I hate you. Yeah, get away from me. And you're just like holding their hand, like oh man, this is great. We're having so yeah, much fun. Exactly. And the next thing you know, they're like, this isn't working out. Yeah. And you're just like, but we just we went to Magic Mountain. Well, can you really trust Travis? <laughs> can you really <laughs> trust a flat earther? Can you really, at the no, end of the day? I can't. Okay. No. <laughs> like Kareem might as well be like, and I voted for Trump. <laughs> and then you'd be like, whoa, whoa, sir. I'm not watching Uncle Drew because of that. Okay? You just lost my $12, sir. No, fuck that. I matinee that shit. You lost my six fifty, sir. Yeah. Not using my movie pass. Not using my movie pass membership on this shit. I'd rather just go back and watch a YouTube of the old commercials. <laughs> Compile them up to yeah, one hour. Just to one hour compilation of Uncle Drew commercials. <laughs> Um, oh, that's good. Well, just to bring it back to Tony Parker and the Spurs. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, rest in peace. Just, yeah. I don't, I don't even know what an NBA looks like where the Spurs are like. They're still gonna below. make the playoffs next year. Oh, for sure. You, you think so? Yeah. As long as they're using Pop's playbook, they're gonna make seven, something. Seven, seven, three seed. But they're gonna be down. Well, that's well, if Nuggets don't, don't knock know. them out. I mean, that's hard because <laughs> now you got like look at teams like Phoenix and like Devin Booker. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like. Who signed a LeBron contract? Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's a huge oh, contract. Yeah. He's, he's, but like he's, I, you know, I know like that like they're an outside shot, but yeah. they can sneak into the eighth spot. Especially if they rookie come Oklahoma, in and make some damage. You never know. I mean, yeah. unfinished business. You know, they yeah. were like, they plus no mellow. If, lo- if they lose mellow, they're they're a tough. They're they're one or two seed. That's <laughs> Watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Watch them break That's kind of high, but <laughs> maybe. No, not. Which is a perfect segue, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo, his next destination. Oh, he's going to LA. Okay, can we can we just. And with zero elaboration, just start here. Mm-hmm. Where do you want him to go? Don't ex- explain why. Just where do you want him to go? Just put that on the table right now. Rockets. Ooh, Lakers. He's going to L.A. But where do you want him to go? You take to him, the you, G League. You would take him back on the Nuggets. <laughs> you would. No, You wouldn't take a reunion. You love it. We just signed MPJ. You think I'm trying to put Melo back on the starting lineup? Okay. How would you honestly feel, though? You'd feel some kind of like... No, but you know, I would be kind of upset because you know he'd come back in with that, do you remember what he did for us? Okay. And then I got to be like, yeah, and I'm still hurt by it. Because then he left us right did after. Did they even give him a tribute us? video or anything? What yes. Got? They did? Yeah. Yes. You always give a player like that the tribute. Yeah. I mean, that was our draft pick who turned out to be phenomenal at the time, scoring champion. Yeah. And then he left us for New York in a fat paycheck. And then nothing happened. He cut his hair and everything. Cut hair mellow sucks. I need braids, Mello. I think he. I think he got a point, because every every year that he just balled out on the Olympic team, he was braids, Mello. Braids, Mello. Yeah. 
You don't mess with braids. Is braids mellow better than hoodie mellow? Uh, yeah. Hoodie Mellow is only great in off-season. <laughs> off-season. Yeah. It's only yeah. good in off-season. It's we like J.R. Smith. Hoodie Mellow is only <laughs> great on Instagram. Like, J.R. Smith is only great <laughs> after he loses. Right. <laughs> like, whoever's be recording J.R. Smith in the gym is like, hey, do that turnaround, step-back, twist, jumper. And he's like, I got you real quick. The same quick. guy who directs the J.R. Smith videos. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Same guy. What, what if Carmelo and J.R. came back to the Nuggets? Boy. Oh, man. <laughs> you want me to eat <laughs> abandoned ship, don't you? You want, I'm leaving. If we got both of them back in a two-piece deal, I, no biscuit. Two-piece, no biscuit, I'm out. Okay? That would hurt my soul way worse than it was LeBron leaving Cleveland to come to L.A. Like, oh, my God. I'm done with Denver at that point and all of their high altitude. Well, an all-around reunion. George Carl comes back. Right. Now, if George Carl came back, I don't know. Um, I'd feel a little bit better to have, watch. We're going to get Iggy back. We're going to get the most random people back. Everybody. But you don't even want no more. <laughs> so, okay. So, with everybody's teams, so do you want to elaborate on. Did you even say? Yeah. Did you say? I want to go to the Rockets. You want to go to the Rockets? Yeah. Why, why do you want that? I think, like, the nice guy answer to this is like, I, I sincerely think it's like the, the best place for him. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. a place he can legitimately be competitive and have an impact on a team that is competitive. They don't play defense. If he only has to run like half, you know, run up the offensive end of the court, he can do that for 18 minutes a game. He's still mm-hmm. a good shooter. Mm-hmm. James Harden and Chris Paul are good, are good passers and fine peoples. If Capella resigns there, he could be an, an easy, you know, 10 to 15. Plus, they lost Trevor Ariza, so he could be their new three. Yeah, yeah and, mm-hmm. and I think I think it's a, it's, I don't think it fits in the Lakers. I don't see, they, they already have too many forwards. Um, he would clog up the lanes when they're clearly trying to build a team where it's, it's their playmakers and cutting. I mean, that's that's what they're talking about anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not a mystery there. But, yeah, I think that's the best place for him to go. I mean, and, I agree with that. That that would be his smartest move. But Melo's not known for making smart moves. He makes money moves. And right now, I personally think he just wants to live in L.A. Yeah. I mean, I've personally ran into him like twice in L.A., even when he was in New York, like, bro, why are you not over? It's during the season. Why are you not <laughs> you in New York practicing? Earlier. Yeah, like, why are you not practicing? So I personally feel like he's going to come to L.A. because to him, in his mind, I feel like he's also reaching the the climactic chapter of his career where he's going to be like, yeah, here it is. Boom, I'm in L.A. He's going to want that warm welcome because yeah. this is the same guy that's like, I'm not coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Melo, it's about that time. Like, yeah. you need to sit down. Like, he, I feel like he... He's just going to come here and this is where he wants to live. This is where in his career. Boom. Well, see, that's the thing is I, I disagree that it's time for him to come off the bench. Like, I still think he's a starter. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he gelled well. I mean, the way he played on OKC, you can make that argument that mm-hmm. he probably came. He was probably best coming off the bench. But I feel like what he's still capable of doing, like mm-hmm. Melo can still be Melo, but placed in the right situation. I feel on the Rockets, he could be placed in that right situation mm-hmm. because there's really nobody on the Rockets with the position that he plays that can conflict with what he's able to do mm-hmm. on in LA. Like that's, is that's going to be, I, I don't see how that can gel. Like well, as cool as it would be to see LeBron and Carmelo on the same team. Yeah. I don't think how, uh, I think as cool as that would have been be. five years ago. Right. Yeah. Now, it's now I don't think LeBron with Melo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you guys are right. I'm just, I think ultimately Melo needs to be led uh-huh. and I was at first I was thinking like just the you know I'm I'm thinking always LeBron first mm-hmm. but Chris Paul can is definitely one of the yeah. best leaders well, in, obviously in the game. he was the heart yeah. of the team last in yeah. the Western oh, Conference Finals yeah, he he was. Was. Yeah. once he went yeah. down we all knew James Harden you ain't got it yeah you can't do it exactly you couldn't even make it past first round you yeah. ain't got this don't bro. you talk like that about the MVP uh the don't don't <laughs> boy don't even get me started on that <laughs> fear to beard my ass my beard is scarier than his. <laughs> And I don't even play in the league. Like, come on, bro. But the but LeBron just needs another piece. And even yeah. if Melo's not the answer, it's not gonna I think this season. But even I think he can work with him. You know, I think he's worked with worse, and I don't think it hurts. I, for I, that reason, I'm in. I mean, <laughs> the fact that LeBron made us believe that Big Z was one of the best bigs for yeah. a while. He yeah. can make anybody great. Yeah. Like, LeBron will push anybody to their limits. The thing is, I personally feel like Melo gave up on that competitive side that, like, I want to go fight for something when he didn't do that trade to Chicago from New York. Mm-hmm. When they were like, we're going to give you a fresh D-Rose, Joe Noah, I think it was Taj Gibson. Like, we got this whole lineup for you, and then we want you. And he was like, nah, I'll go back to New York for, like, was it a couple years, 120 something million? Yeah. And then he just stank it up over there. 
And I think also a big reason for that is I don't think he really saw um, a way to, to for them to, I don't think he saw them as real contenders yeah. for anything. Mm-hmm. And I think for him, if he's going to make a move like that, mm-hmm. it has to, the, the path has to be clear. Mm-hmm. So that's where I believe why he would see LA as a, a good landing spot is because, you know, if LeBron's involved, okay, that's that's a good it's chance LeBron. we're gonna get yeah. pretty far. Yeah. Same with the Rockets, because like the Rockets more invested. The, yeah, the Rockets, they proved they got to a certain point. So I can see him going there and seeing that as okay, I can go really far with them and it mm-hmm. won't be kind of like a weird, awkward fit, like, okay, how do we play this? I mean, we're both kind of like this, you know, same height, same So size, ultimately I guess sense. it comes down to like, do I wanna go fit in a good system or do I wanna go follow LeBron? Well, the the other thing is, what's what do you what do you guys think is his style of play? What what style of play does he prefer? That, that's a good question for now. What does he play mm-hmm. now? Because like we know what he used to play, which was like, give me the ball, I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to drop 40, 50 points, I'm scoring champion. Mm-hmm. Now it's just kind of like, what mellow we gonna get tonight? Well, do I you think really OKC's know. you know pace was too quick for him? Well, does he I mean, want to do that? Yeah, he's, up he's, a, he's a half court player now, yeah, which is yeah. why you can so, argue it won't work in Houston. That's what I was saying. So mm-hmm. if it, if he's if his style of play is slower, I think Lakers fits better because LeBron is playing a little slower now. Uh-huh. Um, and then they're I surrounded by young boys. I mean, you got mm-hmm. uh, what's up, boy Brown? You got no. What's up? What's the fucking what's tall, lanky, uh, smoker face? What's his name? Kuzma? No, 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 no. The tall, the the, the Ingram. Ingram. Oh, 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 yeah, Ingram. I said Brown. I'm, I always get him mixed up. With, I get Jalen Brown and Brandon Ingram's name mixed up for some reason. I don't know. For some reason, I want to call Brandon Ingram Jalen Brown and Jalen Brown Brandon Ingram every time. I don't know, and they look nothing alike. No. Dear God. That and that, yeah. I mean, we're gonna see how they play, but they're surrounded by both. They got the old heads, kind of the mm-hmm. older players with Stevenson and. Rondo, so and playoffs is they're going to be a slower team. I don't know about y'all, but that's the interesting combo I'm looking to see is Stevenson and LeBron. Stevenson built most of his career being the guy. I'm the LeBron agitator, yeah. not the not the LeBron stopper, yeah. but the LeBron irritator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the one well, that'll like flop I, on I'm him so and blow in his ear. Like yeah. I'm curious to see how he comes at that now. I think it's because, well, I think he's LeBron got him excited to play. You know, that's mm-hmm. when he had his most exciting games. Yeah. Now he's with him every single night. So and I think he's going to be incentivized to yeah to really play hard. And yeah. the fact that um, they were saying that LeBron actually talked to him about coming to LA. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah. 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 No, this so, was LeBron's idea. Most. Yeah. It wasn't. This wasn't a Lakers thing. I don't know exactly, but like gossip that I mm-hmm. heard about yeah. is like this was like a this was LeBron's idea. Mm-hmm. And when LeBron calls. Especially you answer like, the phone. Yeah, and like you like you said with Lance Stevenson um, being excited to play against him. Mm-hmm. Now your you know arch rival self made yeah. um, calls you up and is like, hey, you want to play together? Yeah, you know he you 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 got to answer. Yes. You got to answer that call and yes. you play for and, him. Like I, I remember when Artest first came out. In a Lakers jersey, mm-hmm. and you yeah, saw Kobe and Artest, was, and I was just like, I didn't think that was gonna work at all. And then like this, like, like just like this, like emotion of just like terror, mm-hmm. just like slowly, like just like, yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like these two evil yeah. forces coming together, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. kind, it's like, it's like when like you know Vegeta and like Goku finally team up. It's like, yes, the best mm-hmm. of both worlds, like all in one place. And yeah, yeah but the, it's I tough to give. It's tough to give Stevenson Vegeta's role. He's not like, Vegeta. Yeah. Stevenson's no, not, more like yeah. how Piccolo was. Like he used to mess <laughs> with Goku as a kid, and then now it's just kind of like you're not really an issue. So if you're gonna come over to the squad, like cool, yeah. watch my son for a little while. I was gonna like arm chop. I just think there's like, yeah. there's an energy to it. There's like yeah. there's a fresh mm-hmm. beginning. There's like a reconciliation. Mm-hmm. There's the idea of like kind of coming together and like the like it's the idea of a championship and something bigger than themselves yeah. and like putting that aside yeah. like makes things feel more possible maybe mm-hmm. where it's like oh look at these like rivals when they weren't rivals obviously it was literally all Lance Stevenson's yeah. idea to be like yeah. Yo, was, we're rivals because that's the thing is even like with Ron Artest you could say that he was one of the few people out there that could actually quote unquote guard and they actually there's everybody like, anybody fought. that could mm-hmm. they actually they went, Artest, yeah, oh yeah they yeah. went to the actually like did Lance and LeBron ever actually physically fight no, no but i think the most we saw was this past year the probably yeah. but the rules are a lot more strict now yeah. where if like you know they fought it would it would be sure. shut down yeah we're back then i mean we all know what ron artest used to be like oh yeah, yeah. for <laughs> sure oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure he's the reason why the rules are so strict now 
<laughs> like you had to watch him as a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Not even as a player on the court. You had to be sure, like, if you were like, Ron Artest, he sucked. If he looked up in the stand, you was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was her. Beat her ass, not mine. <laughs> Ron Artest would come up there and whoop your ass. Right. Him and um, what was a boy named uh, Steven? Ah, what was the other one? We always wore the headband. The, the, Went up there with him. I know. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. He was like a comment. I think we, we talked about this really recently, we did. too. Huh? Yeah. It was Ron Artest and, oh, I th- Steve, uh, Steven something. Okay, if somebody out there knows, please, like, hashtag it with, with, with 0 for 4. <laughs> so we can get, yeah, so we can get who it is. Or somebody Google it real quick. Fuck. I just remember who it is. I just remember his headband. That's right. I always thought he was Jermaine O'Neal, but it's not Jermaine O'Neal. No, no, no. Because Jermaine O'Neal is somebody you think would go up there and knock somebody (laughs) the fuck out. But, like, it wasn't him. Or you always think of, like, Ben Wallace or somebody. Like, Ben Wallace would knock somebody the fuck out. It wasn't Jermaine O'Neal? No, no, no. It was, um, I have his face, but I can't remember his name. He always goes on Kevin Garnett's Area uh, 21, his Area 51 show. He always goes in there with him because they both cuss a lot. (laughs) And I forgot his name. (laughs) But anyway, no, anyway. I, I can't find it. And now I'm on Wikipedia. So that's not, that's not going <laughs> to not gonna give you the real That's details. not going to give me the real The other part about the whole Stevenson LeBron thing is LeBron's long record of just getting over grudges. He doesn't yeah. hold any. No. Because it's, it's like, why? He's the most forgiving. I mean, there's this, there's the Dan Gilbert part. There's Kyrie. Yeah. And they were cool right away. And then now Stevenson, I mean, he just doesn't hold on to anything. I think he does hold on to the Dan Gilbert one. And rightfully so. I yeah. think there's still hatred there. Yeah. And I think it'll eventually manifest itself. Like, you'll see some sort of content that comes out of, like, the LeBron James campaign. Like, we'll eventually have, like, a movie starring a <laughs> neocon uh, sports owner who is, like, si- trying to silence players and, like, uh-huh. really, like, ultra cons- Like, eventually that narrative will, and as it should. Right. But, like, but he, he, just, never, he never lets it get in the way no, of, of, course of not. working together or, you know, he, he's able to put some of it aside. Yeah. Oh, he has to have a a good anger release somewhere at home or something. He's very good at keeping things, you know, business, like things that are business related. Like, okay, I hate you, but yeah, Yeah, we're in business together, so we're going to do what we need to do. He might send us a tweet soon. It's like, fuck Dan Gilbert. And then we're like, ah, there it is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what he he definitely takes his his grudges out on social media in in a passive way. In the most passive way possible. He's very passive aggressive. I don't, Mm -hmm. I mean... I feel like you can't really argue. Yeah. He's so passive aggressive. Exactly. He's Uh, almost as passive aggressive as my mom, but not as quick. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I hope she watches this episode, too. I hope she watches it as well. Yes. Like, you see what he said, Mrs. Sell. You got your eyes on these waveforms. Right. (laughs) (laughs) One day we'll. uh, Oh, yeah. No, my bad. Listen to it. I was like, why is this so we're, funny? We were waiting for like, yeah, it duh, that. she's gonna watch it. You stupid. One day we'll add a video portion. <laughs> but for now, we're this is this is only gonna be through your ears. What are we talking about now? Uh, well, this is kind of just a side thing that I found interesting. And this is um Marcus Smart and the Celtics and him reportedly being upset with the fact that they haven't given him an offer. Well, at least up until this point. The thing is, it, I, I don't know. That's a I don't know why. I mean, if I were him, I'd be upset. It's like mm-hmm. it's almost like the Isaiah Thomas thing. He's given his all to this franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But th- from their perspective, they got to figure out if they really need him. And mm-hmm. I don't think they do. They well, you got Kyrie coming back. You have one of the best rookies of last season. You have Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. Like Marcus Smart is still just Marcus Smart. Like, yeah. and he's a good defender. You know, but he's a rich man's Crowder. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think I he's put- a mirror like. He's Crowder. I feel like he's like... So, yeah, like, once Crowder. he leaves, would he still be as uh, important to a, a team? as, as Kind of like how Isaiah Thomas was. Yeah, he was yeah. king I, of the I, force. I, I, here's and then he left, and then he became king of being on the ground all the time. And, I'm sorry, this is like a slight, like, to offset of this topic as well. But, mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, I really wonder the value of Boston players not in Boston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, I think that's, like, a, a major question that any coach and any, like, Shout out team, to Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely shout out to Brad Stevens. But, like... Look at Jay Crowder. You know, he's not. I mean, he was okay on Boston. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think. He's mm-hmm. gone. gone and he's, he's, he actually is okay in Utah. He, yeah, he, 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 he returned out, to he did ter- his old form. Little, but he is not sure. good in Cleveland. Well, it's those guys who really break away from the system, like Kyrie. That's he's, co- he's cold. Tatum, cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, um, Rozier. I think he could play outside. I think Rozier can play outside. Of I think so, mm-hmm. but 
also, we got to remember Rozier's severely undersized as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want him to leave Boston and become another Isaiah Thomas because Isaiah Thomas was raw in Boston too. Mm-hmm. And Terry, Terry is raw right now. Yeah. But is that because of Brad Stevens? Mm-hmm. And nobody really wants to leave to find out. You know, and yeah. I don't think any team is really like, do we? We saw what happened with Isaiah, King of the Fourth. We even made yeah. cartoons about you, a game of, of zones. Yeah. But it's well, like, hmm. That's because, because, yeah. Well, that system back when Isaiah Thomas was on the Celtics, that system was. It revolved around him. Uh-huh. So I think that's what made him thrive and was able to um, really see what he was capable of doing. But in uh, on the Cavs, the system, it, he was not the system. Yeah. It, everything was running through towards LeBron. And For sure. There was no system. There, there well, was yeah, no system. LeBron was the system. It was a, and, there was LeBron yeah. and Tyron Lue's face on the sidelines. Yeah. We all looked like a <laughs> sun-cooked tuna. Yeah, so we... Um, <laughs> <laughs> He always has that face where it's like he get that extra Kamora Lee Simmons neck and then that mouth just don't close and he's just like lost. And you're like, he reminds me of like Jackie Chan Adventures when they grab a fish and you just see a fish's face. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are you looking at, Ty? I feel like he literally would just go to games to scope out bad bitches that he ain't never going to talk to. <laughs> he just would be standing on the sidelines looking like, uh, uh. Forgetting that there's a game going on. <laughs> like, Tyron, y'all are down by 11. You need to make a switch up. Call a like, timeout. Call a timeout. So he's like, how many times do you left? You haven't used one all game, Ty. Because, <laughs> I mean, look what happened what with... That's uh, when LeBron asked the question, do we have a timeout? I was looking at a bad bitch. <laughs> LeBron, you see that light-skinned bitch over there, though? And he was like, Luke, this isn't what I put you in coaching for. Uh... I think you're gonna roast Tyron Lue episode. Like, I, I know. Like for five minutes, I was like, All right, "You just go, go to town." Talk about Tyron Lue. <laughs> Let's look <snuggle> here. <laughs> well, that will be interesting to see what he does now, coaching for the first time without LeBron James. You know what yes. funny? It'll be hilarious. I don't think it'll be interesting. I'm interested to see it. I want to see it. You, you know what's going to be funny, though? You know what's going to be funny? If he gets them calves to the final. <laughs> Everybody going to sit here like, wow. What do we do? Why is, we're going to be like, he's the best coach of all time. Oh, my God. Jenny gonna, getting 30 points a game. Exactly. Colin Sexton about to drop 40 a game, bro. Like. We're going to be sitting there like, why is he? What? Then, you know, people do them outlandish theories. Imagine if he had Kobe and Shaq. People start doing that dumb shit. Imagine if he had Orlando Magic Shaq and Dwight Howard together. People would just start making stuff up. You'd be like, is he the best coach? Of, is he on Phil Jackson, Greg Popovich level? Will there ever be another Tyron Lue? And we're going to have to listen to that dumb shit for now a couple of years. So, you know, in the back of my mind, I hope he gets them to the final. I hope it's Lakers versus Cavs in the 2019 final. No, that I would really be hilarious. That would be nuts. Golden State Warriors versus the 2018 or 19 uh, Cavaliers. Cavaliers. <laughs> That's what I, I really hope for that. And then they win. <laughs> oh, my God. If Lou brings them a fucking ring, I don't know what oh, to do with myself. Smith's taking them all the way, man. J.R. Smith's good. J.R. Smith's mine. Finals MVP. He is losing. So, oh. wait, so wait, we're not interested in seeing this Cavs team without LeBron? Like, I'm Tristan Thompson. I what want, type of I, interest Rodney are you Hill. asking me to have? I'm, like, I'm going to interest? watch every yes. single game. <laughs> Car wreck interest. I'm watching every single game. I still get, I'm wondering why I get those, because uh, I still have them as my team on, uh-huh. on the NBA app. Yeah. yeah. So I get the Cavaliers are playing the Wizards in Summer League. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's I, need, I need to go in. I still haven't changed. I'm going to change that shit right, right now. The Pistons scored 47 points in a summer league game. Yeah, the like goal, the whole game. The whole game. Yeah. 47 points. Imagine how many bricks that is. <laughs> Dude, because you know motherfuckers was shooting. Just um, That means they got no shooters coming out of this whole draft or nothing. Uh, that's why they got Zada, right? That's why they got the best center ever to play this game. Who's going there? Two. Pistons. No, no, it is Zaza. It's Zaza. Yeah, it is Zaza. Well, they got the help. They got the best center ever made. <laughs> the best center to ever step on the court. Uh, He's just going to come out there and trip people. Zaza Elijah Wan, that right there. I'm putting all my money on Detroit. <laughs> Fucking, I can't stand Zaza, old big Neanderthal looking ass. He looks like he still skins his prey alive before he eats dinner. 
He looks like you got to bring him a live animal. And he'd be like, I want to eat that. <laughs> All right. I just made the Lakers my team. There we go. Why would you I'm tired of those caps? Tired of those caps updates. Tell me, bro, Tyron Lue taking them to the finals. <laughs> I feel like at some point during the season, the Cavs updates would just be like what the specials were at like the hot dog stand. It's just like three uh, three hot dogs, four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> NBA, uh, ESPN, NBA, or whatever. <laughs> that's that's horrible. That's horrible. Man. They're just gonna fall into oblivion forever. Uh, Probably. No, I don't. Know. I I do have uh, high hopes for Colin Sexton. Yeah. Why? I, I, I don't know. Just because. <laughs> I don't know. I just have high hopes for him. I bet you he I mad, like too. He was like, Mama, I'm going to play with LeBron. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, sent that never yeah, mind. Never yeah. mind. And he sent that message, too. He was he, he was really trying to. Did anyone else think when like that draft day was like, yeah, LeBron, we're going to do it? It felt really desperate. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. When he, when, he, when, he, when he did that, yeah. yeah. He was like, like I, please, I remember, don't leave. He's like, you're not the answer. LeBron no. looked him dead in his no. face, too, and was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little man. We're going to go far. <laughs> Knowing Bronny just got to Sierra Canyon. We're going to go far, little man. U-Haul's at the crib. Right? right. U-Haul's still packing his stuff up. Oh, man. he's That's a, that's a crazy thing. He doesn't have to step foot. He just could just come back to L.A. and the movers do the rest. He probably like The thing is, LeBron of- got that kind of money where he's like, all right, we're moving to L.A. Burn everything. <laughs> we're going to start a new. I don't want none of that Ohio stank coming with me. Just walking out his house, just slow-mo. Everything's just burning in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, just Iron Man style. Blow it up. I want to see it happen. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of blowing things up, uh, the LeBron Lakers mural. Yeah, you know what? Where, where is it again? Somebody else take know. this it's, first. It's in Venice. It's in Venice. It's in Venice. Yeah. There's like a uh, lot of angles to take this on. There's like there's the angle of just like the LA population is upset that there's a mural, which caused this dude on Twitter to call for like a vandalism, which was answered obviously. Mm-hmm. Three hundred dollars. Like, the thing is, it was coming regardless was, if he it, did it or not. It was like yeah. so. It was such a weird like it's like three hundred dollars mm-hmm. for really mediocre vandalism. Yeah, he literally yeah. sprayed spit on Raymo shit just now. <laughs> like, he didn't even, like, do something yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. I thought if somebody would have spray-painted LeVar Ball's face on there, that would have yeah. been hilarious. Like, that yeah, but that would have took yeah. talent that obviously yeah, exactly. this dumb fuck yeah. didn't have. Yeah. But, like, like, go, go, Jacob. But, go. no, but there's also one of these, like, we don't want you here. Have you met any Los Angeles person? Not Lakers fan. Like, yeah. Los, just person yeah. in Los Angeles. Like, I don't want to look. Like, my, my, I remember, like, the day before, I was, my parents were diehard Lakers fans. I was like, LeBron's coming. My dad's like, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't want him to come here. I want them to focus on the young guys. And like, he's coming here. He's like, I don't want him. Mm-hmm. The next day, I'm like, Dad, we got LeBron. He's like, I know, great. I'm like, of <laughs> course you said that. Like, <laughs> no one's not. Like, who is who's not actually not happy? Everybody else. Like, not, not only not happy, but the value of the Lakers is just through the fucking roof. Yeah. I mean, a, a year long wait for uh, for season tickets. You know, the, the just everything across the board when it comes to sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. LA's is, back, baby. I mean, I am mad I'm not going to see one game this season. I was thinking about that. I was like, I'm going to, before he came, I was like, I'm going to so many games. I'm not going to a single game. It's $1,400. Maybe Maybe one. one. You, yeah, no, you're giving up your life savings to do that. But I mean, I think the the biggest thing is not that people aren't excited. I think it's the people jumping the gun, already calling him the king of LA, Mm -hmm. even though he's hasn't played a game, a single game in a Lakers jersey yet. And everyone's saying, oh, he's already the greatest Laker to ever play. And I think that's what's getting people upset because the mural said um, King, of LA. King of LA. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, diehard, more so diehard Kobe fans, you know, they're going to see that and be pissed off. Yeah. Just just like um, I think it was sometime last week, um, not too long ago, somebody put um, LeBron's face on a Kobe mural. Yes. And some dude literally spent, I don't know how long, trying to take that thing down with his shoe. With his shoe, yeah. 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 And just watching it, it's just like this dude is passionate about because, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like after the third throw, I've been like, all right, whatever, I tried. But then it's also like passionate for attention because you got to have the video, you got to mm-hmm. have the pictures. It's like they're not just do you know part of it's not just doing it to do it. It's also I need the attention, the credit, the social mm-hmm. media shares to to validate that what I did was cool. Like I I I will <clears throat> try and play devil's eye. I think the idea of like. Kevin, not Kevin, LeBron James, being the king of L.A. is silly mm-hmm. just because L.A. is L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this is the entertainment industry. There's so many factors. There's music industries here. You have mm-hmm. the movie industry. You have the sports. And, like, it's just like there's never going to be a singular figure. 
if anything, it's kind of Magic Johnson already. Right. Like, who mm-hmm. just appears in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and, that's, le- and that's... He's a legend. He's a, le- he's a legend. He's got involved in the Dodgers. Like he's mm-hmm. he's a, in a lot of plays. And that's, again, the reason LeBron's here. Yeah. Is to yeah. do that. Yeah, maybe it's premature, but, like, I think... Just the idea that, like, there's, like, a large percentage of people in Los Angeles that don't want LeBron James here mm-hmm. is ridiculous to me, considering how much L.A. fans are Fairweather fans. Okay, so I'm, I'll let y'all have it. Now, I'm, <laughs> all right, now I'm ready, I'm ready to go in on this part. Go in, Because go in. I am pissed the fuck off, okay? <laughs> are you? I am very angry. You know why? It, it, it's not even, I'm not even going on LeBron bias right now. I'm just talking neutrality over LeBron James, okay? First of all, he is for sure one of the greatest players to play this sport. Correct? Okay. Yeah. Secondly, he's also one of the greatest people to ever be in the NBA. Yeah. Okay? Because, and I'm going to take it there. I'm going to take it where we don't want to go. But God damn it, Kobe Bryant, five rings, amazing, phenomenal, one of the best shooting guards to ever touch the basketball. We're not going to forget that this nigga had an alleged rape case. Okay? So if you want to down talk anybody, time's up, motherfucker. All right, time's you, up. Time's, time's up, up, nigga. Did you do that intentionally? I did that intentionally. <laughs> now, because you know, because Hashtag the big thing is, up. people would sit there and down talk LeBron like he is the shittiest piece of scum on this yeah. planet. Yeah. Like, like he been out here child trafficking or some shit. <laughs> Mind you, this nigga sending kids to college. Yeah. He buying school. He just opened an elementary school. I got one kid, and I don't like kids that goddamn much. And he opened the school for a bunch of people, kids. <laughs> <laughs> he out here by, like the man is a great human being he's yeah. given us entertainment in film he's given us entertainment on all sports so it's like if he came to your town you better appreciate it now yes I think they went too far calling him the king of LA but that's just what you do that's marketing yeah. you send it to the yeah. top look at LeVar Ball my three sons is the best niggas to ever touch a orange pigskin football basketball he can say whatever his dumb ass wants yeah. and people just eat it up he got one of his sons drafted probably the only one that's ever going to be decent in the NBA. But like people are coming at LeBron. Look, people don't even talk about OJ as bad as they talk about LeBron. Yeah, straight up. OJ is a celebrity to them. (laughs) But LeBron is the shittiest human being you could have ever gotten. Get the fuck out of here. That's why I be saying like Raiders fans and like Lakers fans are like the worst. Because it's like you make people hate the team, not because of the players on the team, but because of your dumb ass. Because most of them don't even watch basketball. They just know Kobe Bryant's name and that he got five rings mm-hmm. and they had Shaq and they were a dynasty. What do they always say? 16. Every time you argue with a Lakers fan, well, 16. All right, nigga, what you going to You buy something from Best Buy. You don't ever say, I made the best purchase from Best Buy three years ago. You don't use that in your argument. It's what what happened now. Y'all been the laughing stock of the league for the last, what, five years? Eight years? <laughs> and then you get LeBron James, one of the best possible players you could get right now. Yeah. Like, literally, the best player you could possibly get. And you want to, you're angry? Mm -hmm. You're angry. He's probably going to come out here and clean the homeless up out of downtown L.A. (laughs) He's probably going to come out here and do some miraculous shit for you. And all you're going to say is, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, he was a phenomenal player. But I don't forget shit like rape cases, nigga. I don't do it. I'm sorry. You know, with Michael Jordan, phenomenal guy. But, you know, with prostitution, gambling, and drinking... Come on now. The nigga had a history like Sean Kemp, just more rings. <laughs> so, I mean, we can call it what it is. We can call it a kettle black. But LeBron is anybody alive. If LeBron was like, I want to join your family. I'm like, nigga, I've been waiting to kick out a few uncles. Okay? I'm gonna take my sister's spot. All right, we siblings now, Bron. You you just accept him because he's genuinely a great person. I don't know where this narrative that LeBron is the worst player ever, mm-hmm. like not not even player person, mm-hmm. where people hate him so much. Mm-hmm. Like, get over yourself, okay? Don't be out there taking his pictures off, defacing mural. The man's coming, like you said. It's the it's the end of an era. It's the final chapter, and it's more than basketball. Like you said last time, Jacob. And it's like, people don't treat it as such. They treat it as shitty little... They remind me of, like, fucked-up-ass goonies. They're just shitty people, man. Mm. And so, like, I hope LeBron does come out here and give him a ring or something. And shuts these... But that's not going to shut him up. That's not going to be enough. Yeah. Dear God, that's not going to be enough for these no, people. No, no. So, you know, maybe you need to come out here and catch a rape case. And then he'll be one of the greatest of all kind. I mean, you can say what you want, but I'm just being... I'm being honest. Like, it's just... It is what it is. Mm. 
And, you know, I, and that's why you got to feel for these women because motherfuckers just forget. When somebody does something great, they just forget. But, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe he did, maybe he didn't rape the girl. But, God damn it, I ain't never, and nobody in here has ever had an alleged rape on their name. So you must have done something, nigga, like. <laughs> and that's that's all I got to say about that. That's it? Valid. <laughs> I feel like I made some vital points. You might not like it or not, but I feel like I made some vital points. So, like, people need to chill the fuck out about LeBron. Like, he's coming in here to do great things. He's not going to come over here and stink it up for you or nothing. You know you're about to get greatness. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hey, if you want to be a shitty Laker fan still, then be that way. But, like, you better watch all 82 goddamn games if you're going to be that way. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Especially because you can get them for free. You you local. Mm -hmm. Watch the games. Yeah. And I I get that. I completely understand. But I think the bit... what what affects it the most uh-huh. is because of one. I mean, one. It was enough for people to hate him when it's like, oh, who's better, LeBron or Kobe? Mm-hmm. But what pisses people off even more is the fact that Kobe's not even a part of the conversation anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's created this whole other level of hatred. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with how great he is as a person. When it comes to the NBA and being a basketball player, he has committed the ultimate atrocity, and that is to just completely overshadow. Kobe Bryant, and not on t- and, and on top of that, even come for Michael Jordan's title. So now you have people who um, are Team Jordan mm-hmm. pissed off at him, and people who are Team Kobe pissed off at him. And then you have everybody else who's pissed off at him because he keeps beating their teams. Mm-hmm. So all that combined, you're just—it's just you're, you're going to hate him. You're going to hate him, and it's and it's not fair because even for me, I'm a Kobe hater, but I would—I never hated him to the point where I was blind to. His ability and what he's actually able to do. Of course, yeah. Kobe's a great player. I'm never going to say, like, man, Kobe sucks. I'm like, Kobe sucks because he just beat our team. But when people are literally saying, no, LeBron is not a good player, I'm like, that's just, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, that Foolish is just a this. stupid thing to say. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's a big part of it. Oh, yeah. I think you can't have this conversation without zooming out a little bit. You can't talk about LeBron James, the player who is top three, top two, one. Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And bigger than basketball. And all of his moves now are talking about coming to L.A. and being an activist and being socially conscious and all these things. And you can't really ignore that. And you have to frame him within the context of our political environment over the last 16 years. We had George Bush. Then we had Barack Obama. Now we have Donald Trump. The word uppity has been trans uh, intermixed with the word uh, ungrateful. A lot towards Mm -hmm. people of color. And I don't think you can remove that from LeBron James, who is the opposite of everything that the racist racist media wants to portray black men as. He's the antithesis of all the stereotypes there. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, he's ungrateful for being the best basketball player. He's ungrateful for all he's capable of and all he's getting. I don't think you can ignore those things. He's been vocal. He stood up to the chump. He's stood up. Time and time again, he's never had something like Kobe. Like you said, there's a, there's a lot going into that. And there's not just Kobe. There's t- And I'm not saying that all NBA players are rapists or anything. But like life on the road for anybody, life on, anyone has a job on life on the road, that's a hard life to live. And people do messed up things. Like anybody, musicians, anyone who lives like that. Mm-hmm. It, shit happens. Yeah. But yeah, I think you can't talk about, you really just can't talk about LeBron James without talking about just the political atmosphere we're in. And just exactly. the general zeitgeist we are in it because it factors into his general narrative. Like I said, he probably going to come out here and clean up the homelessness or something. Like, <laughs> He's going to do something great and people still going to hate him. It don't matter yeah. what he does. He could walk and give everybody $100 out of his pocket and then still be like, you still suck. Yeah. We hate mm-hmm. you. Just That's ungrateful. These these fans are being ungrateful. No, I think you've hit it on the head because I've always, I've always compared and thought in parallel that LeBron is very similar to Barack Obama in terms of being the most how I view it, Obama was the most scrutinized president. It was because of the social media age. Everything he does is just, you, you see everything he does, whether he gets yeah. a, he goes out and gets a beer, he goes out, has a conversation with someone. It's a story. Everything LeBron does, there's a story with it. So he's just one of those. He's also so fascinating and grabs the attention of so many people that it draws even more scrutiny. You know, if you look at the comments on ESPN, it's like what, you know, ESPN sports center, why, is this only LeBron's page? Are we only talking about LeBron? It's because he's grabbed he's he's grabbed so much attention from all these different you know from from all of us for years, and he's going to continue to do that. And I think eventually he's going to be one of those players that we're totally not going to appreciate him until he's gone. 
and unfortunately, that's going to be how it is. We, we won't be having, it, as far as an athlete goes, I think we will always talk about him when it's all said and done with Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Six foot ten player who can play all five positions came in, met met the call of being the rookie. Rookies never answer that call. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, LeBron James, all were as good as they were expected to be mm-hmm. as rookies. As a as a figure, as an athlete, I think we're gonna you're gonna talk about LeBron James. You're gonna talk about people like Muhammad Ali. I think he's gonna oh, go yeah. down as being that important. Yeah. I think he's just at the beginning of that, and that the move to LA is a big part of the beginning. I think that's where we step. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, everybody out there listening, if y'all got opinions on LeBron, what you guys think, even with Carmelo, where you think he's gonna go if he hasn't made a move yet by the time you listen to this, or yeah, Tony Parker in a Hornets jersey, you know, definitely hit us up. On, we're on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook at O for Four Podcast. Let us know, join in on the conversation, and yeah, two episodes, guys. Yeah, we're well, killing I, the game. I gotta go take a horse tranquilizer. This shit made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. We can tell. And uh, if you guys want to go ahead and follow us, uh, again, my name is Royce Atkins. You can follow me on, at Roro Beckley on everything. At Pierce J Brooks. Just follow Royce and then Just follow you'll Royce. find me. We, yeah, we can, you'll you'll find me. My Instagram is cats and drums. <laughs> it'll 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 trickle around. It'll trickle around. Do you want to share yours? Uh, I mean, I'm at Devin D. Stewart all across the board. So, I mean, shit. If you, like you said, if you find Royce, you're going to find all four of us. So. Is it Devin or Devon? It's Devon. What's your, what's your name? It's yeah, Devon, but like, I don't, I hate correcting people. They're like, is it Devin? Whatever comes out, bro, just say it how you want to say it. Because my mama calls me Devin, but she named me Devon. So, you know, blame her. <laughs> I just call you baby. You know, except you, Jacob. So you can call out. me sexual out. chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's getting really late. late. All right, guys. Well, uh, shot is kicking in. <laughs> thank y'all for listening, and we'll catch y'all whenever we feel like making another podcast. All right, peace. A few moments later. Steven Jackson. <laughs> that was his name. Fuck. Ron Artest and Steven Jackson are like the double dragons. They'll come in anywhere, beat your ass and your mama's ass and your kid's ass. Just all you got to do is throw a piece of ice.